This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. It is one minute past the hour. On this September 29th, I'm Larry Flick. Welcome to The Jolt. We are so pleased you stopped by, and boy, did you pick a good time. Because in our studio, for the first time, hopefully not the last, is the incredibly talented Ellen Page. Good morning. Good morning. It's so nice to meet you. I've been a fan of yours from the very first time I laid eyes upon you on screen. There's something about you that just was like breathtaking. I know that's a very large thing to say to somebody <laughs> when you first meet them, but I, I have to get it out because who knows if I'll ever see you again. Uh, um, uh, Ellen Page is here to talk about her new movie, which uh, opens uh, in limited release on Friday and then expands on October 9th. It's called Free Held, and it is uh, based on the Oscar-winning short documentary um, on the... Um, uh, highly decorated New Jersey police detective who was diagnosed with cancer and uh, wants to leave her pension to her partner, Stacy. And uh, before we started, I mentioned to, to Ellen that I was especially excited about this movie and the reason being that it was one of the first big topics we tackled on this show when I was first hired. Wow. And, and I remember being... Um, a gay man who had only really lived in the zone of gay male politics mm. and and to be awakened by this story and then to find my co-host at the time and our listeners at the time immersed in such a, a, a passionate conversation about it mm. was one of the most exhilarating, liberating experiences I'm lucky enough to have had on the radio. And so to have seen the documentary then, mm-hmm. which was beautiful, um, and then to see the movie with you and Julianne Moore, um, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tall order to do this story, though, isn't it? Yeah, of course. I mean, you feel needless to say an incredible sense of responsibility to do their story justice. Um, and you know, I would say, for all of us, our main concern was. Making sure that Stacy was happy, making sure that Stacy felt, um, you know, safe and comfortable and trusted us with what we wanted to do, which really was to tell the film as authentically, as truthfully um, as possible. Uh, but what Laurel and Stacy did was so important and so crucial, and they did it in a time of unimaginable difficulty. Um, so, yeah, you, you feel. You definitely feel a responsibility of I, I really want to get this right. I really don't. I really didn't want to let Stacy down. What were you thinking at the time that because it was a, it was the kind of story that we all knew about. Any person with a conscience read about it. It became more than just a gay story. It became a national mm-hmm. story. These women became uh, emblematic of something that we needed to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and that thing, obviously, being equality. Mm-hmm. What were you? What What was your experience? How did you receive the story? I received the story um, because Michael Schamberg and Stacy Share, producers on the project, sent me the documentary when I was twenty one, 
and had just won the Oscar and um, asked if I'd be interested in attaching myself to play Stacy. So this is pre-script, uh, director, etc. cetera. Uh, and before I even got my hands on the documentary, I just watched the trailer to the documentary online and I, I wept. Yeah. And um, I said yes right away. And then they were very generous and, and gracious and um, involved me so much in the development process, which was, you know, an, it's been really an amazing and meaningful uh, experience. What has it meant for you as a woman to to be involved in this project? Because in the time since we first encountered Laurel and Stacy in the news, mm-hmm. you've had your own uh, public uh, admission of what your truth is mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and and times have certainly changed even since then, mm-hmm. right? What was what was your what was it what did it mean to you as a woman to play this? Oh, I mean, it means so much. Laurel and Stacy are examples of people who, um, you know, do something so important that shifts minds, that shifts our society, that allows someone like me to come out, to feel comfortable to live my truth, and to feel protected by the law. You know, and these are the kind of people who are heroes, and they deserve to have their story told. And as a woman, I think it's special because. We haven't really had the opportunity to necessarily have those stories told on the big mm. screen, um, whereas you know we've seen incredible films like Philadelphia and Milk, or you know, Brokeback. Obviously, less about sort of civil rights or legal issues, but um, you know, epic, epic, big love story, and um, and to to get to be involved in this film and to uh, you know, first and foremost, first and foremost, of course, it's a love story between these two women, but. Obviously, is also a civil rights story, and um, to to be a part of that film, and I would say one of the first for gay women, for uh, is 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 a meaningful thing for me. It's <laughs> so it's you know, as as we're talking, as I was watching the movie yesterday, I kept thinking, the world has changed so very much, mm-hmm. in ways that I never thought were possible. Mm-hmm. Could you? You're considerably younger than anybody involved yeah. in this movie, including, you know, or, or even, you know, certainly considerably younger than I am. Um, could you conceive of this when you were first coming to terms with with the woman you are? Um, in regards to um, equality, equality. Yeah. I, I mean, I think maybe because I'm younger. Also, I'm from, you know, Canada. And when I was a teenager, same-sex marriage was legal, so I think it it felt, you know, inevitable. But I do understand the the feeling of of just utter disbelief you know I was just in LA at a um this really awesome um, retirement home for um LGBT people and particularly LGBT lower income and uh, it was a you know really really special experience because I'm meeting you know gay men who lived in LA when if an undercover cop flirted with you and you responded to it you'd get beaten and thrown in jail Mm -hmm. so to talk to someone who's been through those experiences and they're just can't they couldn't have even fathomed there'd be a conversation about gay marriage you know in a time like that obviously let alone for that to be let alone for it to be you know legal uh and 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 federally um accepted it's ellen page joining us on the jolt i'm larry flick the movie is called free held and it opens on friday in uh, limited release and then it expands uh, nationwide uh the following week um have you gained any comfort with the blurring line between your art 
and your life and the fact that we examine now we examine both and with a movie like this it feels like well we might feel like we can ask you a little bit more about your life because of the the character you're playing yeah yeah and i am getting asked a lot about it and uh or some people keep saying or i i keep getting a, a question that's you know, you're talking about, you know, being gay a lot, you know, and you're getting asked about it a lot. And how does that make you feel? And do you feel like that's, um, you know, does that affect you in any way? And it's like, oh, my goodness, I am so thrilled. Are you? To talk about being gay. <laughs> to talk about okay. being gay all day, every day. Yeah. And rather than how I used to feel, how I used to feel as a closeted person, which is a toxic and, um, you, you know, a, sad place to be yeah and I couldn't feel happier I couldn't feel more creatively inspired and um you know excited about life and um you know it, clearly the amount I, I t you know talk about it is uh, reflective still of w where we're at and how amazing is it going to be when we yeah. are at the place where it's what is you I know, know. Um, I know and you know the the truth of the matter is you know, this this is just the climate we're in, and look, I'm 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 thrilled to be. I'm no problem talking about the fact That's that good. I'm gay. That's really good, and, and and so you know, it's funny because then I wonder. Mm -hmm. I remember I came out when I was 21, a long time ago, <laughs> um, and I went through something that back then we used to call, um, uh, we would get a case of the drunk, the gay drunks, and the gay drunks meant that you all you wanted was to consume things that put you in closer touch with what it meant to be gay. Mm. And that was, you just, it just saturated your being. Mm -hmm. Did you go through that period? Um, I'm not sure if I went through that so much. I mean, you, do you mean in regards to like? Everything. Just everything. Culture, conversation, people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the folks I came up with back in, you know, I came out in 1981. Mm -hmm. um, and we were, that's all we wanted to talk about. Yeah. And sometimes it was in a silly way. Sometimes it was in a very serious way because I was part of the ACT UP generation and all of that. Um, it was always the topic. There was a point in life where all I wanted to do was read gay authors and go to gay movies. Totally. I understand. Or read queer theory or read gay history. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like I've totally had that time and probably will continue to have the time because it is a huge, you know, I'm very, very interested in it. And... You know, I under I totally understand that. It's like you spend your ch childhood and, you know, formative years potentially denying something or hiding something or, you know, not being in junior high and high school and having the same experiences of dating that, you know, that are available to you know, other kids or what have you. And obviously that's changing now in a lot of places. But of course, when you finally get the place, get to a place where you're not only can be who you are, but you're happy to be who you are. Um, I totally understand. And yeah, I want to devour a lot of that information. And um, as I hope we all would, you know, it blows my mind how little we talk about or learn about gay history, which, you know, is a very um, beautiful and also, of course, sad and devastating, yeah. you know, um, history. So I, I think... You know, for me, that's something I'm really interested in in learning more about. How more available as an actor are you since you've come out? 
Wow, that's a great question. Um, to me, it's to me it feels like uh, I think everything just feels so much so much better than before. It has created a ripple effect in every aspect of my life. So I feel like um, if you can exist in a space in your life that's more comfortable, open, less closed off, less fearful, less ashamed, um, of course that is going to translate to your work. I would say there's a sense of freedom and comfort of openness that I can now exist in on a set that of of course is going to benefit my work. Mm. And just an, just an overall level of happiness and joy that I feel um, is is, is going to affect my work as an actor or as a producer or as just a creative being in general. And so all the conversation about, um, you know, not coming out or staying closeted to whatever, to me that's a far, far, far more destructive route yeah you know for and for the individual i think but i'm i can only speak from personal experience but my personal experience was that it was you know a painful place to be but it also i remember when i came out the the um i never i had never realized what kind of obstacle i had put between myself and everything i wanted to be as a at the time i was a writer mm -hmm. And everything I wanted to put down on paper was not possible mm -hmm. until I unburdened the thing that blocked me mm -hmm. from being seen and heard. And when I watch you in, in Freeheld, um, and I'm, as I said, and I really am sincerely an enormous fan of all of your work, there's a clarity in your eyes because mm -hmm. I love zeroing in and staring at an actor's eyes because that's where the real performance often is. Mm -hmm. There's a clarity in your eyes I've never seen before on screen with you. Well, and I'm wondering what it was like to inhabit this human being, whether she's, forget about her sexuality, but what mm -hmm. it was like to inhabit her with that kind of freedom. Uh, it was really sp special, you know, and it's hard to, it's hard to, I want to preface that with, you know, how, uh, it's a true story, and it's a devastating story. Um, and so needless to say, it was a, an emotional experience making it, knowing the real person, um, no, you know, imagining what she went through. Of course, I could never fully understand what that was like. Sure. Um, but honestly, it was a really, it was a really, it was a really special, it was a really special film to make. It was really special to do it with Julianne, who's... Uh, obviously one of the most talented people alive um, working, um, but one of the most incredible human beings you could work with. Um, <clears throat> but to have the experience of being out in my life and being out on a set and not feeling like you're denying something, closing yourself off in any way, and getting to exist so in the present... Um, is 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 absolutely something that I think is potentially what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, it's not something I can necessarily witness. It's something I can only feel. So it is pretty amazing to, you know, hear that from you watching that compared to things in the past. And I would say, you know, like even I shot a film this summer and it was supposed to happen years ago and then it took time to get money together and we were shooting it. I had that thought. I was like, I am so glad because I love the film and 
<clears throat> love the script. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad it took that amount of time because I just feel so much more capable now because I've, I've just, you know, thank goodness been able to grow and, and had the opportunity to come out and to live my life openly with, which a lot of people in the community don't have that privilege. The other thing is also, and I don't think we ever talk about this, is um, then you're allowed to look at the rest of your life, mm. right? And you're, you're able to learn how to use muscles that you weren't even thinking about because you're distracted by something else. Mm -hmm. So that's really kind of what I was wondering when, when, I, when I talked about the clarity mm. is in what other ways – do you feel you've grown in the last couple of years? Like, in what, what, what are you, what are you now able to put some of your attention to that you haven't, you had not been able to because of this distraction? Oh, everything. Yeah? I think everything. I mean, I think it's. I mean, maybe it sounds like a big bold statement, but for example, like I knew I would be happier. Like I knew I would be a happier person. I don't think I had any clue to the degree and the magnitude of happiness that I, I feel. I feel like a different person. Mm. And people who've known me for a very long time, my closest best friends felt the same. Just simple things like energy levels. Like, um, and, and, and Isn't you're- that funny though, how exhausting it is? Utterly exhausting. And if you're, if you're, if you're in a relationship that's suffering because you're closeted, if you're, um, you know, don't know how to meet someone because you're closeted, if you're um, feeling afraid that someone's going to, you know, bully you or that you're not going to be able to continue to do what you love or whatever these fears are that, um, you know, I look up back on them now and I, I don't even understand what I actually was afraid of. I wish I'd done it earlier, but, you know, it's a journey. Um, and to be on the other side of that and to have all of that energy gone and just that 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 weight totally lifted uh, is is an incredible thing. And then you you feel, you want to learn new things. Mm. You know, you want to go out and learn how to surf. You want. Do you to, know how to surf now? Um, I mean, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, but do you know what I'm saying? Yes, and, I do. And maybe exactly. I'm getting like so like I'm getting really micro right now on it. But I think that's I think it's a cool thing to reflect upon. I think it is and, indeed. And I think the person I was three, three years ago wouldn't be actively, you know, um, whether it's developing projects creatively or, um, you know, just being a, an adventurous person who wants to learn new things and, and feeling this excitement about life again that I think if you're constantly bogged down by shame or hiding and the toxicity of that is it just grows and grows and grows and grows and that weight becomes too much. And it's something that a lot of people have to deal with their whole lives for whatever reason or um, or who live in areas of the world where being gay is illegal. You know, yeah. I do see it for me as a, as a privilege to get to feel this way. Um, it shouldn't be, obviously. Obviously. But it is. Selwyn Page joining us here on The Jolt. Um, how did you know that this was the journey you wanted? And I'm not talking about sexuality. I'm talking about your art. How did you know that? Because you're so natural on on camera. How did, uh, to me, that comes from an innate understanding of who you are and what you what you what you want to do. How did you know that? To be an actor, yeah. Like, um, well, it first happened accidentally when I was ten years old, and um, and at first was just seen as a a fun 
little thing that was going to happen, right? Oh, this will just be a cool little experience, and that's that. And then the cool little experience turned into a TV show, and, and still even, there wasn't really... You know, I grew up in Nova Scotia, so there wasn't... Not that people from Nova Scotia obviously shouldn't think they can't be actors by any means, but it's not necessarily something you're thinking about. It could potentially be your future. Um, and I, I continued to work, but really it was when I was 15... Um, and I was shooting this movie called Marion Bridge with this uh, amazing actress who I'm sure you know, Molly Parker. Um, you know, uh, amazing, amazing. Been in tons of brilliant Canadian films and she's now in House of Cards. And I remember doing this movie with her and I would say it was the first time it was a film that was more, you know, mature where I played a character who had a significant arc or uh, emotional depth because the other stuff had been a little more you know, for kids or family films or what have you. <clears throat> and this experience of making that, for me, was so extraordinary. Just being, like, so overcome with emotion and uh, so engaged in this new way. And it was truly this feeling that I felt. And I, rem I remember consciously being like, oh, my God, what is that? I want to know more about that. I want to learn how to... Um, control that to utilize that it just was more like it was it was so um it just it, it fascinated me and then I think also at the same time I was just becoming so interested in film in general um and the art of film and so that was pretty much the point where I just went oh no this is actually what I'm going to do and I'm going to start working hard to make it happen so interesting <laughs> because it sounds like you approached it uh like assembling a puzzle and i'm always uh, fascinated by the different zones or lanes that actors or creative people who do what you do live in because some treat it like child's play some treat it like a psychological study and and i feel like you're and please correct me if i'm wrong a, a very um emotionally available but methodical puzzle puzzle player like you you know where you 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 for you it's like almost like a rubik's cube that's it sure you're trying to make the colors come together mm -hmm. is that fair yeah i would say and i think sometimes it's like a tangible thing right and sometimes it isn't you know that's what gets sometimes i find it really hard to um i find it really hard to talk about acting you know because of course like you for me it's like you do all you know all your work before mm -hmm. um you know, preparation, what have you. Obviously, when you're playing Stacy, you're playing a real person, and there's some, you know more things, more parameters, foundation to be mindful of. And then, essentially, I feel like my job is to then go to set, turn off my brain as much as possible, not intellectualize things, and exist in a present moment with another person. And I think what's so what I love about my job is the thing that I do is actually something that exists exists in a moment with another human mm -hmm. that is taking something off a page to hopefully make it an honest moment but is separate from the reality around you and then even that moment we're creating isn't really what you see because that's filmed that's a two shot and then a single and a single and um so it's a really special experience because the only thing you could truly love about it and of course i'm excited to see the film and how it turns out in the end because it's a bunch more people than me you know that it takes to make a movie but really, all you can really embrace and love is the experience of actually doing it. And you can't, 
at all really attach yourself to you know the expectation or what have you because the experience is for me what it's all about or the joy of it is is that feeling with another actor well that's ellen page look for her and julianne moore in the movie freeheld which uh uh, opens in limited release on Friday and expands nationwide uh, on October 9th. It is um, it's a very, very powerful movie on so many levels. I think the, uh, the general population of this country are going to just watch it and be blown away mm-hmm. by the beauty of both of your performances because Julianne is stunning. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um I think for those of us who are queer, I think we're going to watch it and we're going to be cheering. Uh, at two things, at what you do and at these two women and be reminded that it wasn't that long ago Mm -mm. that two women were fighting for something as basic as, I want to take care of my life partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'll tell you, um, it may seem odd to be, how old are you, 28? Mm -hmm. I'm 52. Mm -hmm. And I am very, very grateful to what you've accomplished for all of us Mm. from back in those days because... We've been waiting for people like you. We've been waiting for people like you well, to. It's people like you, truly, that create an environment that, you know, I'm able to. But you're come out. So. You're beautifully picking up the baton and oh. running, and um, thanks. Thank you so much. Please <laughs> come see you. us again. Ah, I'd love to. Please. Again, the movie is called Freehold. Stick around. Freehold. 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 <laughs> Stick around. There's more to come.